Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you. I always appreciate that welcome. It's always so mm -hmm. friendly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It would be rude not to welcome It would be. Just as it would be rude to be like, all right, I'll see you tomorrow, 3 a.m. for the Katowice tournament and then not show up. That would that would mm -hmm. also be rude. Uh, if someone was that to do would that. be super rude. Agreed. Uh-huh. Yeah, fortunately, I don't know anyone like that. Or at least I'm certainly not friends with anyone who would do that to me. Yeah, me neither, honestly. I don't have any friends who didn't show up at 3 a.m. when I did to watch Katowice either. So I'm mm -hmm. glad we have very good friends. <laughs> anyway. Look, you Katowice stood me up. Happened. You stood me up. You didn't show up until like three hours into the first one. I, I showed up three hours into like a 12-hour stream. You, you just didn't really, show up. It was really, really long. Dude, that Saturday, I was like, okay, okay, I'm going to wake up like four hours earlier than I usually do, but it'll be fine because this will be maybe an eight-hour thing. And then it was 12 hours of broadcast. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, do I, I mean, at this point, if I take a nap, it's going to screw up my attempt to go to sleep later tonight. So like, I guess uh, I just, I just didn't take a nap. I just dealt with it and as a result my sleep schedule is kind of screwed up right now so thanks mm -hmm. for that kind <laughs> man yeah yeah so annoying <sighs> also i mean we've talked about this but for the people who listen to the podcast okay that final semi-final final okay i'm saying final a lot here but the last three series uh-huh for katavice were a tvz with a foregone outcome kind of and then mm. two ZVZs. And I was like, mm, mm. So, uh -huh. I mean, ZVZ. Who, but, whose favorite matchup is ZVZ? Whose top five favorite matchup is ZVZ? I mean, nobody. Yeah, mine. Is top, it? Top five. I mean, there's only really six matchups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like PvP, I know what I said. ZVZ has to be like within the top five because you never get to see PVPs because they're so rare. I prefer watching PV. I prefer watching PVPs a hundred times more than watching ZVZs. Right, but why would you like? I I'm, I I am personally going to choose to elevate how much I like ZVZs simply because I see them more and it makes them more bearable. Interesting. See, the way I see it is ZVZs are fun if I see one one every three months. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, abducting and blinding cloud and lurker. This is very cool. And then after I see one, I'm like, all right, that's enough for a long time. <laughs> I think I'm good. But for you, you watch that and you're like, more. I need more of that, please, now. Not more of that, but if it's the world championships, if it's Katowice, I'm like, yeah, I'll sit down and I'll watch two ZVZs in a row. That's fine. I can live sure. through this. It's not going to be the end of the world. I'm going to see some cool players do some cool things. Yeah, fair. And I mean, yeah, it's not it's not players I don't care about. It's Rogue and it's Serral and it's Rainer. And mm -hmm. yeah, definitely. Fair points. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know. I just, I've, there's never been an era in ZVZ where I've been like, this is really fun to watch. Because like, it's, Ling Bane has always been in early stage of ZVZ since the beginning. So whatever there. Mm -hmm. But then it was a Muta Muta. Mm -hmm. For a while in Heart of the Swarm, and every ZVZ that got past the Ling Bane thing was just endless Fox of Muta against endless Fox of Mutas. I was like, okay, this is very samey. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And then they fixed, they 
uh, buffed spore crawlers to fix that problem. Thumbs up. And then it turned into Roach Ravager mm-hmm. all the time if it got mm-hmm. past the Ling Bane stage. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I don't know. I've enjoyed any of these. And the Ling Bane Hydra or the Ling Lurker, uh, sorry, Lurker Hydra Viper thing has been really smart. And it's, I mean, it's more, I don't know. It's more interesting to watch than Roach Ravager for sure. Ooh, I don't know about that. I mean, at least there's micro spellcasting. Well, hold on, hold on. I thought you said Ling Bane was more interesting than Roach Ravager. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, Lurker Hydra Viper is more interesting oh, than Roach yeah, Ravager versus yeah, Roach sure. Ravager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway. So I, I appreciate that we're at a point where I'm happier about it now, but like we watched a game on that day before the final day of ZVZ. Rain or Dark. Rain or Dark, where like one of those games, Rainer had a 20,000 mineral, 20,000 gas bank. And Dark had like 10 minerals, and mm-hmm. like, he just could not break him. He couldn't break him. The defensive style of Lurker Hydra Viper in ZVZ is too strong. Mm-hmm. The game mm-hmm. was over, and it was 15 minutes of like abduct, abduct, trade here, run here. It's just like, oh, finish him. There's no other matchup where you can't finish someone in that situation. Mm. That's fair enough. That's on. That's, yeah. So anyway, burying the lead there, congratulations on Serral for winning his second world championship, thereby mm-hmm. proving the Serral is washed theory entirely incorrect. <laughs> Serral yeah. is extremely on top of his game. He's doing fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that makes him, let's put him at like a hundred or, no, not a hundred, one million and one hundred thousand prize Blake total lifetime. Like he's Did over he a break million, a million? He broke a million now, yeah. Nice. That's a good. That's a really good uh, milestone. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's good for him. Not better. Not jealous. <laughs> of course not. Just have to work eighteen hours a day playing StarCraft oh, every geez. day. I couldn't so, do it. <laughs> me neither. I can't. I don't know. I can't be jealous of these people. What's up, Duddles? Why didn't I pick Serral? Well, there you go. Because yeah. he picked Rogue, and Rogue was a good pick. Rogue yeah. made it all the way to the semifinals, and then Serral bopped him. But hey. Yeah. Everyone got bought by Serral pretty much, except for Rainer in this thing. I think they need to do uh, third place uh, matches. Matches? Yeah. I'd watch a third place match. Yep. Just like Rogue, Rogue Caramary would be interesting. Just something to break up the t- uh, the ZVZ. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. That would have helped that final day for absolutely <laughs> yes. So, Duddles, what'd you bet? Uh, would you we, bet our undefeated have, champion, Somicron? We haven't picked anything yet. <laughs> I'm not undefeated. What? No. I, we we it, didn't do it before, and uh, I don't know. Because he still hasn't given me the, the the last thing he lost, which was... Duddles! Shame. His, his Halloween outfit. He just like, yeah, I bought the cat ears. That's, that's good enough. He never did that? No. Nope. Oh my god! And I, in protest, the next time I lost, I, I have not done the thing that I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to like sing deep in the heart of texas or something <laughs> i remember that one yeah I, i've not done it texas okay fine so basically what you're saying is falcon you should have bets with us that nobody ever fulfills the terms of <laughs> come join us in that fun no you don't like to bet you don't like to gamble so it's fine i don't want to bring you down to well, our because level. i had to pay out if we <laughs> don't have to pay out then sure i'll do it why not because the moment that you <laughs> 
I'm gonna make you pay. <laughs> That's the difference. Like, oh, like, I see. I can make you pay. Tech, like, Donald is picking up and moving. I can't like mail a brick to him. Be like, you owe me. Next one goes through the window. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, bricks through windows are pretty strong messages, though. So it is. It is. Besides, what do you mean yeah. you had to pay? You had to like eat chicken like popeyes or something on stream once you had to like to, put up a flag yep. that's not exactly hard to pay yeah you made me watch two shitty animes that were the worst ones you could possibly come up with <laughs> that's true that's true i did do that okay and i paid up every time you did Duddles is over here yeah i bought some cat ears on amazon i guess mm -hmm. and you're like songs who actually does that look if Duddles gives me the rest of his his contractual obligation, I'll sing the song. It's fine. I sung the last song, and I think that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I sung the last two songs, and I think they're worse. <laughs> yeah, pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so anybody surprise us? Solar did his pretty darn typical thing of making it to the playoff mm -hmm. and not making it to the semifinal. Yeah, poor Solar. Poor Solar. You're a Marine beat him, which is a... I mean, I think Big Gabe was happy about his Katowice. I really do. Mm -hmm. He should be. He should definitely be for happy. For him to be considered top four in the world is awesome for him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which I, I I would not have said that I think he's at that level. I wouldn't have put him in top ten, I'm honest. No, definitely not. Yeah, but he gets to take it's... home a cool $40,600. So. Yeah, it's a good... Yeah, he was happy. I watched an interview with him after everything was over, and he was beaming and smiling and feeling mm. good. And I was like, yeah, that's great. Yeah. I mean, it, Rainer, it took Rainer five games to beat him, so it's not like mm. Rainer just beat him up either. Rainer had to reverse sweep him and on top of that. Like, yeah. Not make a mistake in those last three games. Yeah. So Hero Marine's got to feel really good about his 2022. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So good for him. <sighs> I have to admit... I, mm. I've seen the big Gabe thing, and I assumed it's because he was physically big in some way. But then he did an interview with Smix, and he was like the same height as her, and that was, was a lie. Well, so I, I was, call, I was you know made aware. Big Smix, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right. I forgot. I don't six five Korean American woman. She, yeah. She's six six. Um. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't know why they call him Big Gabe. Uh, I mean, I, I know that they mean that he's like massive, but I don't know where it came from. <laughs> I don't either. I didn't realize it was like symbolic or something. Symbolic. Like it's um, it's not it's not a literal thing. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Anyway, yeah. good for him. He was awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, because I'm really annoyed that his uh, Lycopedia page does not list under like trivia why he's called Big Gabe. It's very right. It's... <laughs> Very annoying. I'm gonna do why is Big Gabe? <laughs> why is Big Gabe? For yes. about Big Gabe. <laughs> Reddit says it was a nickname amongst his friends, and then Caster started using it. Boring. Yeah. Are his friends all like five five? <laughs> is that what it is? He's just <laughs> the big dude among all of his friends, and he's like five ten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I kind of hope that's what it is. Uh, oh, Wikipedia is like, he's sometimes called Big Gabe. It is a reference to his first name, which is Gabriel. Yeah, thanks, Wikipedia. 
really helpful information there, guys. <laughs> the, the big part is the part we can't work out, not the gay part. <laughs> right. We could figure out the game aspect. <laughs> uh, Anywho. Anyway, let's see. Somebody, uh, he tweeted, these big gay memes on the StarCraft Reddit are out of control. I love all of them. He tweeted this back in 2019. Oh, boy. Mm, big gay memes been around for a while. So somebody said, did you ever tell the story of how you got the nickname? Oh, and he responded in 2019 and said, I think it's because I am a man of big proportion. People are so intimidated by my presence in real life, they started calling me Big Gabe. Was he fatter in 2019? <laughs> I don't know. That makes it sound like he was fat. No, he's just overly proportioned. Um, it doesn't... He has latent giganticism, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's not height, it's just like... He's ill-proportioned, so it looks like he's big. He doesn't, though. I watched two interviews with him. I watched his signature series video. Mm -hmm. And he, at no point, appeared to be big in any way. Nothing out of proportion. Nothing. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's a great nickname. You know, uh, it seen, is. I, I've seen people talking about, like, Beyond and Maru as these horsemen. I've never once seen them ride a horse. Just... <laughs> Right, it's figurative. So yes, if Big Game's nickname is figurative, then great. I'm okay with it. I accept this. It's just not... I just... I figured for a while that he was just 6'5". That's it. That would have been so great. It would have been a better nickname. But you know what? It's figurative, Big. I'm down with that. Okay, good. In fact, let's make him one of the four horsemen. He made Nar. it to the semifinal. Nar. What do you have to do? Uh, beat the inner Mar Bian or T.Y.? You, you have to beat them? No, you have to be them. Just like oh. you don't you can't replace them. Oh. This, these aren't members of a boy band. You don't just So the spots are all full. Yeah, they've got their own name. Are we ever gonna have like the rising generation of great Terran players? Are they gonna get a cool name? Yeah. They'll get something else when we have a okay. rising generation of cool Terrans. Right. Right, right, right. I'm gonna put you in charge of that. Okay. Thanks. Uh, I appreciate your willingness. I'll get around to it. Yeah. Okay. Good. Any day now. Any minute. I mean, like, you know, you. It's there's no rush. We don't have them yet. No, we've got two Terrans, Clem and Big Gabe. Yeah. So I mean, is there any others besides them that I'm forgetting? No, Bunny maybe. Bonnie, maybe. Ryung had a really good Katowice, but no. Yeah, but no. Reasonable. Cool. Did you see that meme where it's like, if the Protoss are the most OP of all races, why does it not simply win every major tournament? With uh, the... I, I posted that, yeah. Yes, excellent. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's just, it's so funny to me because Sky Toss is stupid hard for everybody outside of the most elite players on Earth to handle, right? Right, right. <laughs> so every StarCraft fan's like, Sky Toss is overpowered. We hate it. Nerf it, please. But mm. then Serral and Raynor and Dark and Rogue are just like, mm, it's trivial mm. at this point. It doesn't bother us at all. <laughs> and if that's not working, like, good luck. Good luck mm. beating Zerg players. 
Yeah. So we're at this spot where it's like, well, do they need to nerf? Do they need to buff Protoss? Which would there would be protests across every average StarCraft player in the world. But maybe they need it. Maybe, maybe. Um, thing is, what do you what do you buff? What do you buff? Yeah, what do you buff? Uh, you give carriers more HP. No. And you make void rays do three extra points of damage. I think I think probes have a 50-50% chance of picking up twice as many minerals. <laughs> oh, you're going all the way to the baseline of how this race works. Yeah, yeah. Just um just a slight pick me up on their minerals. Enough that they that they are clearly having more money, but they can't depend on it because you just might never get it. You have games where like you just win instantly in the first four minutes. <laughs> and other games where it's just like normal. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah. you know, it'll, it'll be interesting. Like you try and do a build and then you realize you don't have enough minerals for five nexuses at two minutes because you just didn't mine enough minerals. Like the RNG was not in your favor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'd be great. But like, there's no way for them to get fewer resources than they get now. It's right. either the same or a lot more. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, I'll send that email to the Microsoft intern who's training to be the StarCraft person now. Because <laughs> they yeah. fired the last StarCraft intern. Mm -hmm. Yep. And uh, it's a Microsoft employee who, in fairness, they did work on Age of Empires. So, like, they understand RTS on uh, some level, but. Uh, from what I've they heard, they don't know anything about StarCraft. <laughs> they interned on Age of Empires and got bumped up to intern of StarCraft. Correct. Uh, okay. Where... It's not a promotion. <laughs> it's a lateral move. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't good. I'm not saying they were good at doing Age of Empires. <laughs> who, who developed Age of Empires? Uh, Microsoft developers. The latest one? Ensemble Studios, yeah. What? So the last one is... Four... Five? Four. four. It's four. No. I'm just wondering where their yeah. location is. Um, the location? Yeah, like where is... Um... Okay, I found a store in South Australia called Ensemble Studios. They're selling like art supplies. <laughs> it's not what I wanted. <laughs> I'm just wondering where they're located because this new intern probably has a very long commute to the, the Blizzard campus, right? Okay. Yeah. So your well, email it says could be could not be read for months. I want to go right. like step it up a little bit. Get a dude on a horse to take him out a message or something. I can support that. Pony Express that thing. Yeah, Pony Express. So hold on. So R Relic Entertainment gets credit for some of it. They're in Canada in Vancouver. Mm, okay. World's Edge gets some credit for it. They're based out of. They're just part of Xbox Game Studios. So I don't mm. know. Mm -hmm. Who knows? I mean, they were developed specifically to oversee Age of Empires franchise. <laughs> so, like, they don't exist to do anything else. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know if they have a physical location other than Microsoft Relic. in Washington. Yeah. Mm, maybe. Yeah. They, yep. They're in Redmonton, Washington, which is where Microsoft is. Okay. So, Vancouver and Washington are right next door to each other. Hello? And then Blizzard's had. Yeah. Because Vancouver's on that side of Canada, right across the border, and Washington's right on the border too. Fair enough. Yeah. 
So, and then obviously uh, Blizzard's headquartered in California, which isn't not too far. It's just right on this again, same side of the country, just a little bit further south. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> that'll be nice. Uh, we'll get that balance patch out. Sky Toss will be better. Everybody will quit playing who's not Raider, Serral, and Rogue. And problem solved. Yep, problem <laughs> solved. It's such a weird... I don't know. Has there ever been a situation like this? I mean, you didn't start following until like Legacy of the Void, but mm. has there been a time in the last seven years where something's been so hard for lower-level players to ho- figure out, but has just been so trivial for the elite players to handle? Um... I mean, you could argue mech is in that state. Like, Ooh, a, yeah. A lot of, like, I would definitely struggle against mech. Yeah. Probably still, we, right? We do. And a lot of people in our area would. But, like, in Reno's interview against Big Game, when it's like, all right, game five, when did you know you were moving on to the finals? Like, when I saw it was mech, you know? <laughs> <laughs> nice. But on the other hand, Maru got 3 1 to buy Serral, but the one game he won, he went mech. Hmm, interesting. I mean, so Maru mech is not quite the same as anyone else's mech, I think that's probably fair to say. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, outside of Maru mech, yes. Mm-hmm. It's easy mm-hmm. for Zergs to handle, but lower-level players struggle mightily against it. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's probably it. I, I can't think of anything else. No, me neither. Yeah. All right, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Super cool. All right, uh, what else was going on? I guess the Ukraine thing is still happening. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did I say last week about it? I remember making some pronouncement about how this was going to go. You were pretty pro-Putin, if I remember. Uh... <laughs> hey, I'm not going to ask you these <laughs> questions if you're just going to say stuff like that. <laughs> Because uh, like, I, I remember specifically if I was like, if Putin does something, then something. Uh, I, I might have said something like if Putin makes a move towards the rest of Ukraine. Mm-hmm. I, I think we were it, talking about maybe he was going to hold some small area at like on the border. But now it looks like he's taking aiming for the whole thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think what I said was I was intending. I expected him to just hold on to that stuff. In right. the east. Mm-hmm. But then, no, he decided to try to take the whole enchilada. Mm-hmm. In a, what seems to be pretty haphazard, disorganized way. Mm-hmm. Like A lot of the reports coming out are Russian soldiers being captured who swear they didn't know they were there to invade Ukraine. Their commanding <laughs> officers were like, we're doing a joint exercise down there. Like, you know. Get in this, get in this uh, convoy and head down. And then, like, they get shot at and captured, and they're like, "Ah, invaders!" And like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we had no idea. I mean, that could just be them being like, "Please don't execute us." Like, we didn't know. Swear, we didn't know. We swear, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's I don't know. Definitely hard. Um, I saw a headline that was like Russians asking Ukrainians for food because they're just not being like they have no supply lines for meals. <laughs> right. It's, it's a mess. It's, War is always a mess. 
It's a really weird. In one of the weirdest things, I saw someone trying to, I don't know, defend the invasion, being like, yeah, well, Russia, it only looks like Russia's doing so bad because they're trying to minimize civilian casualties. Like, that's a lot of, like, hoops to mm. leap around. Like, no, but really, they're the good guys. Uh. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, that's true. If you mm. want to if you want to defeat a country and just raise cities, then, yeah, it's a lot faster and it's a lot easier to conquer it. Right. If you're trying to minimize <laughs> civilian casualties, it slows you down immensely. I'm, I'm not I'm, saying that's what they're trying to do. I'm just saying right now on Twitter, the trending headline is Russian forces strike civilian areas. So. Right. And yes, and today that started to come out. They're hitting populized, populized areas. Popu yeah. What word am I going for? Uh, open centers. Yes. Places where people live. Cities. <laughs> There's got to be a word for that. Uh... <laughs> Places of human congregation. Populated? Populated areas. I did it. English. Well done. Thank you. Bow, bow. <laughs> yes. And you're absolutely right. Like the Russia. I, I don't know. I mean, I think maybe Russia expected Ukraine to just roll over and die. Maybe. And now that they're now that Ukraine is pushing back, Russia's like, fine, kid gloves are off. We're going to start hitting harder. Which... Right. <sighs> It's more effective if you're trying to conquer someone, but also it does more to piss off everybody else in the world mm. who's yeah. watching. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I saw that they had to like close their stock market to keep it from crashing. Yeah. Interesting. Friday, it just went. And then on Monday, they're like, we're not opening it. It's closed. <laughs> Don't look. <laughs> not letting anybody trade. It's pretty smart, actually. <laughs> I mean, the U.S. stock market has similar protections in it, where if it loses, I think, 20% in a single day, they just shut it down and like, all right, everyone go home. No more right. trades for the rest of the day. Think about it. We'll come back tomorrow. So, yeah. 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 So, same thing well, with Russia here. I mean, that's one of the things where it's like the stock market itself is a publicly traded company in America. And right. So, theoretically, the stock market itself can go out of business without the rest of the stocks going out of business but i assume if the stock market goes out of business all the other stocks come out of business if the u.s stock market crashes everything really yeah. goes to shit at that point let's not have that yeah. happen yeah let's we've done bad. that before we tried that a couple of times yeah it's not great yeah mm -hmm. so Turns i mean the line goes up is good yes yeah well preferable. Up. Um... up no down <laughs> Yeah, I saw something last week that the ruble, the Russian currency, was worth less than a single Robux. Oh, really? Compared to the U.S. dollar, uh huh. <laughs> uh, I thought that was an amazing one. What is it so, at the moment? Oh, that's not good. So ruble to USD is currently point zero zero nine one U.S. Yeah. dollars. If you have one U.S. dollars, you have one hundred and ten point two six Russian rubles. Ooh, so it has, yeah, it's gained to zero. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not good. Not going well. Saw some, well, someone in the Discord posted that they're going to start using Chinese yuan. Wands, okay. As their currency because the ruble sucks so bad, which is like, man, that's not a good sign. So, yeah, I don't know. I kind of feel like, because... A lot of countries are united against what Russia is doing. Mm -hmm. They're helping in different ways, right? They're tr economically sanctioning Russia. There's this whole swift 
program? Have you heard about this at all? I, I have. I'm not sure I understand it. I, I don't think I looked into it very much. So all, all I know about it is that it helps, as the name would imply, it helps financial transactions go quickly. Okay. So Russia gets banned from this. It, so it's not that you can't send financial transfers to you Russian companies or receive them. It's that it's like 10 times as slow as it was last week. Right. So that's going to be a problem for their businesses and stuff. I mean, even countries like Switzerland and Sweden are taking sides here who are historically very neutral nations. Mm -hmm. So like when Switzerland is willing to align themselves against you, you're probably in a bad spot. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't necessarily agree. Switzerland has a lot of natural land defenses that allow it to be neutral. Um, but at the same time, also if it takes a, 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 a counter position to you, the things that allow it to be neutral also allow it to be perfectly safe taking that position, right? Like, yeah, uh, true. Yeah, sorry. It, it, they can afford the luxury of throwing your hat into the ring without necessarily having to worry about someone else grabbing it, you know? Yeah. Well, especially in this case, when every other country in Europe has been like, this is bad. For right. Switzerland to be like, yeah, th this is totally bad. It's like, yeah, what way to stand up, guys? <laughs> it's just more than they usually do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. So <clears throat> a couple of things here. I just feel like <sighs> Russia could be harmed. Well, and the other thing I guess I was going to say, too, is even... Countries like Canada and Taiwan are sending weapons and like medical equipment and supplies to Ukraine. So, I mean, mm -hmm. this isn't even just European nations who are helping out here. I mean, this is countries from around the world that are supporting. So it just gets really hard for Russia to do this. Uh, but at the same time... Mm -hmm. No, go ahead. I'm just saying, like, if Russia wants to do this, I don't think... Without a, a, an incredible concerted effort from everyone else it'll be very hard for russia not to do this long term like i think russians like russia has nuclear powers if they really wanted to right they can make this over very quickly no matter foreign aid from taiwan and canada no there aren't enough band-aids to stop a nuke no but also do you want to be the ruler of the irradiated wasteland i mean you get in chernobyl aren't you like yeah, and no one lives there. Like, are you going to nuke Kiev? Is that the plan here? It's up to them. Don't ask me what the plan is. I'm just I, saying I, it's not a good plan. But you're right. It's an option. Sure. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, look, you got one irradiated dead land. Why not two? That's all. I mean, that's there's some logic in there. Yeah, actually, I saw a, um, an article that was like, average radiation levels have risen because Russians are driving tanks through areas near Chernobyl. And all like, the dust is flicking up into the winds and stuff, and it's all irradiated. No. And yeah, oh, that's terrible. Yep, that's one of my favorite parts of Chernobyl, the HBO series. Mm -hmm. When it happens, it explodes, and the USSR is like, "We're not telling anyone." Right, it's inside yeah. our borders. No one saw it. It's 1986. Like we're mm -hmm. good. And then this nuclear scientist in Sweden her equipment detected radiation and she was like right. what the and they knew it was from chernobyl because of the type of radiation that it was 
Yeah. So they're like, dude, the only way this is happening is if Chernobyl exploded. What the hell? Mm-hmm. So they call and they're like, hey, <laughs> hey guys, having trouble with your uh, with your nuclear reactor? And they're like, no, leave <laughs> us alone. Why are you calling? And they're like, look, you morons. We know it exploded. You need some help. <laughs> and they're like, yes, fine. <laughs> is there uh, any more of a useless feature than Google Maps offering you hotels in Chernobyl? <laughs> it's kind of a tourist spot okay i would just like to point out that chernobyl is 134 kilometers north of kiev holy Uh, crap i didn't realize it was that close yeah it's about a two-hour drive yeah 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 so i mean if you wanted to put another nuclear wasteland somewhere (laughs) you just keep it in the circle it's not a big circle horrible someone needs to clip this and post it places and someone can be a war criminal <laughs> please don't <laughs> uh, <laughs> i won't uh, i know you won't aki will um possibly uh also do you know uh google maps how uh it'll tell you about traffic and all that yes yeah mm-hmm. apparently russian convoys were using google maps because you could measure the traffic impact on the roads they were taking. Right. Uh, which is like, Google, you could just turn off maps in that area, couldn't you? They did. They shut it down the other day. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yep. Yeah. For that very reason. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, Putin, a lot of this is pride-based. He doesn't want to appear weak to people in his own country or to other nations. Well, mm, yeah, I, I definitely agree. But I mean, he's in... Like, he... <laughs> No amount of looking weak will get him out of office because he's not there by popular opinion. He's not, but there's a lot of powerful, very rich people in it's, Russia, the oligarchs, yeah. right? And right. if they decide yeah. he needs to go, he might go. He might, yeah. Might go, yeah. yeah. It, it worries me that I make these jokes and our viewer numbers like start doubling. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. They're like, oh, oh there's a hot international commentary going on over in the falcon paladin hour tell oh, your when, friends when you when you said hot you meant nuclear hot right uh-huh. yes good joke good joke look Thank he's you. the one making them not me yep. him. I, make, him. I make the jokes omicron translates them into jokes <laughs> cancel falcon paladin not me <laughs> <laughs> don't care about you don't get care about getting canceled either no that's true neither of us care about getting canceled go for it uh yeah so I don't know. I mean, it it really feels like this week (laughs) that, yes, Russia's going to succeed in conquering Ukraine entirely. It's going to be hard for them, and it's going to be a long road, and it's going to suck for everybody involved. Mm -hmm. But that's what the end result is going to be here, because nobody's willing to actually step up and declare war against Russia, because then we introduce the concept of nukes to the whole thing. So, Mm -hmm. gross. Yep. So it's, yep. it's rough. Totally rough. So that's it. Any other interesting uh interesting war news that you wanted to share? Uh <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um I I'm just looking at the trending on Twitter and uh Pornhub has remained accessible in Russia. They've decided not to take down <laughs> Or, or uh, block browsing there. So that's that's good for them. They've got something. Pornhub. St- Stand United. 
stand united with the rest of us. Come on. No? Not yeah, no. Yeah, no. They're, they're apparently going to take this laying down. Uh. <laughs> 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 okay, okay. Let's let's move on to something else. Moving on. Moving on Liter- to something else. Literally anything else. Right. Elden Ring came out. Yeah. And I've seen pictures of George R. R. Martin in like a fancy helmet promoting the game. Yeah. Yeah. He seems pretty happy with it. Or maybe he's, he's getting paid to, I don't know. He's not writing the book. So No. He's nope. getting paid to do Elden Ring advertisements. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a lot more money like per day. <laughs> Probably right? is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so are you gonna pick up Elden Ring? Eventually. Eventually. Yeah, I don't know what I'm waiting for. To be honest with you, I want to. You want it to not be ninety dollars? <laughs> uh, it's not ninety dollars for me. Mm. Is it? Crap. It's no, it wouldn't be. It'd be a regional equivalent. It'll be sixty dollars now. Um. Right. Are you waiting for it to not be a Souls-like game? No, I don't think so. I'm okay with that. Because mm. everything I've heard is it's kind of Dark Souls light to a certain extent. Not that it's like easy. It's still very hard, but it's not quite as soul-crushing as the previous ones. I don't know. I don't oh. know if that's true. I don't know. I can get the Deluxe Edition for $80. I can get the Deluxe Edition for 120 and the deluxe edition comes with uh, a digital art book and soundtrack. That's it. Mm, your country sucks. Hey, why don't you step For on a fourteen-hour flight and say that to my face? <laughs> I mean, it's fine mostly, but your video game prices are insane. Yeah. Let's see. What do I get in the deluxe version? Steam. You get an art book and a soundtrack. What if it's better? What if it's better than the one you get? Because Australia sucks for well, video okay. games. <laughs> Have a look. Do, do you get anything else? I'm trying to see what I get. Look, listen, old man. Learn how to navigate Steam. You've only been using it for like 12 years. Come on. It says, buy Elden Ring. Neat. Buy Elden Ring Deluxe Edition. Okay. And I can choose to put it in my cart. And that's it. Well, scroll down. Tell me what it is. Scroll okay. down until where you see the, the, the headline that reads Elden Ring Deluxe Edition. Or do you? Yes. Yeah. Do you see that? Yeah. And then click expand. Does it tell you what's in it? Oh, there's a little tiny read more. Yeah. That's blue on blue. Great <laughs> design there, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I like how Deluxe Edition includes the Elden Ring, the full game. Ooh, neat. <laughs> no, no, and a digital artwork and original soundtrack. Truth. Okay. Yes. Okay. Nailed it. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, look. It's blue and blue because Gabe Ann's busy out delivering uh, Steam decks to people in <laughs> California or wherever he is. He sure is. That mm-hmm. was one of the crazier things I saw on the internet yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like the Reddit headlines are like, Gabe Ann's out personally delivering Steam decks. And I'm like, lols, jokes. <laughs> you guys are funny on Reddit. And they're like, no, really, here's a picture. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what is happening? Why? Yeah. Just, 
I mean, he's in a meeting and they're like, Gabe, we're running out of drivers to deliver the Steam Deck. He's like, I, <laughs> let me hop in my Ferrari. I got this. <laughs> you think he drives a Ferrari? He can afford a Ferrari. I, I don't know I if think, he has one. I, I think he uh, has someone else drive his Ferrari. He just rides in the Oh, right, right, right. He's a passenger if, in a Maybach or something. Right. That seems reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be like, not because they don't have enough drivers, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, probably not that. <laughs> probably not that. There are some worker shortages in certain industries, though. Maybe. Wow. But I'm sure they're just contracted with, I don't know. UPS or something. It. Yeah. FedEx. USPS, UPS. Sure. Any number of different companies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do you think it is? Um, Just like him being like, we're putting out a product. I want to go give some more out. Like they had a guy there filming. Yeah. So maybe they're coming, like they're coming up with a, a promotional commercial. video. Yeah, I don't know. Or just like, hey, we wanted to film some people as we gave them their Steam Deck. Here's the founder of Steam. They're going to put together a YouTube video or something. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. It's the kind of thing you film before you put out the product. <laughs> like, Well, the video you yeah. put out because it's like a hype video. It's like, here's Gabe and give me out stuff. But the stuff's already out, and you won't. Like, if you buy now, you definitely won't get yours hand delivered by Gay Ben. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Strange. So I wonder. So. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Steam launched in two thousand three. I was thinking maybe they were going to do like a twenty year, some kind of like crazy like hype video for Steam. Oh uh, yeah. But that's not until next, next year. year. Yeah. Mm. There goes that idea. Hmm. I don't know, man. Game's super rich. He can do whatever he wants. Like, it's true. It might have just been he wanted to do this. The end. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Rich people sometimes I have, get. I have heard stories of like people who had like meetings in Valve, and like Gabe was just like the other side of the office and saw people gathering in a conference room and wandered in and was like, "Hey, what's this meeting about?" I'll yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. like a free-range CEO. He just like does whatever he feels like doing. And that day he decided to go deliver some Steam decks. Yeah. He wanted to meet the public. Yeah. I guess. Why not? Because, I mean, yeah, because he doesn't really get to do that a lot, right? Uh, I imagine not. Especially with COVID. Mm-hmm. Like, how many big gaming conventions has he been to in the last couple of years, right? Mm, it's true. Hmm. Does he go to those? I don't know. I don't think. I think if I was him, I wouldn't go because people would just be yelling, where's Half-Life 3 at you the whole time, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> they did that for a while have um, like Half-Life, I uh, don't Half-Life, uh, Valve staff could buy and like internal use only like Half-Life 3 t-shirts and take them and wear oh. them out. <laughs> oh, so mean. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's sad. I don't like yeah. that at all. Yeah. Hmm. So speaking of what famous people have been doing during quarantine. Mm. So Brandon Sanderson put out a video today. Oh, right, right, right. Where George R. R. Martin has failed to write one book in seven years. He's written five. Right. In two years. 
Right. <laughs> and he explained how this happened because everyone's like, wait, what? And he's like, I was traveling, what was it, 30%, 40% of his year? Mm-hmm. Something like 120 days in a year was spent traveling. Yeah. Which, Which that was always my thing. I was like, okay, you churning out books this fast is insane. But also, you're always on Twitter being like, I'm at the airport in Atlanta. I'm at the airport in like Germany. I'm in the airport in London. I'm in the airport. It's like, how are you writing books? You're on um, a plane all the time. He's writing, he's writing books on planes. And when he like has a new <laughs> like character, he's just like, hey, you, three years forward. What's your name? What's that? Name? <laughs> and that's... So he comes up with his names for his characters. Done. I'm using that. It's mine now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he says, yes, he used to get a lot of writing done while traveling, but that's gotten harder and harder over time. I can imagine mm -hmm. that. Traveling is not easy that much. No. So he's like, so this COVID thing happens and all my appearances are cut down and I don't have any book signings to do. Mm -hmm. And I had a lot of free time and I used it to write five books because <laughs> I'm a crazy person. Yep. Which I think he understands. I think he gets it. Mm -hmm. I think he's a crazy person. He knows it. Yeah. Yep. In about anyway. 30 years, he's going to be the guy at the post office trying to nail a two, uh, mail a two by four with like a post, uh, post stamp at one end and like the address written on it. <laughs> <laughs> Just you wait. <laughs> on the two by four in marker. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> So he part of the reason he did the video is to explain that he's got all this new content that he didn't tell anyone about because, again, crazy person. Mm -hmm. But he says part of it is he's not going to put out any synopses about these books. He's not going to tell you what they are. Mm. He just wants people to buy it and experience it blind, which is a fun experience. I get that. And I think he's gained enough trust to be like, OK, it's a Sanderson book. I'll give it a shot, you know? Sure. Yeah. And then the other thing is he's he crowdfunded it. Like he's not going through his normal publisher for this, which which is interesting. It is interesting. Mm. Is it just a matter of he gets more money if he kickstarts it rather than he goes through his publisher? That might be the case. I mean, maybe the alternative is his publisher said we like if we want to do this, we're going to spread these releases out. He didn't want to do that. Yeah, uh, because to them, why sell five books to ten thousand? Like you can't sell five books to all the people that would normally buy it one go, but you could sell them one book every six months, right? And he just probably didn't want to do that because he wants to, like, they're finished. I don't want to stop thinking about them. I don't want to go through more editing and potentially more like, oh, what if, wouldn't it be cool if there was this in here or something like that? Mm. He just so like they're done. Yeah, that that would be my guess. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I can I understand that. Yeah. So he sets up a Kickstarter for like a million bucks, which mm -hmm. I think it's a reasonable number. He's a very popular author. He sold a ton of books. Sure. And as of today, it's crossed the ten million dollar threshold. <laughs> so I don't. What is he committed to send stuff out as part of the Kickstarter? Uh, yeah. So does he I have did. to, like, send out 80 million buttons? Is this going to sink him <laughs> like it sunk so many other people? Uh, I mean, I doubt it. I oh, my gosh. It's at 12 million. What is going on? It is at 12 now. It was 10 two hours ago. Uh, yep. Yeah. I'm sorry. Continue. So what uh, you get? Just thinking. I'm trying to pull it up so I can tell you what he's sending out. Yeah, I've it's got it. It's at 16.8 Australian. Oh, my God. 
Uh, let's so, see. Pledge without a reward. Quarterly pledge, ebooks. So ebooks is easy. That's Order super easy. Is also easy. Super uh, easy. Digital, digital, digital. Premium um, hardcover. So that'll ship yeah, but, January, July, and October. And I'm sure year. he'll just get a book printer to do it. Like he doesn't have to do right. any of that. But then there's the all formats. So that's two more digital and the hard books. Year of Sin is an ebook. Eight Audio swag book. boxes. That's oh. Remarkably vague. It is. But I assume it's like shirts. Uh, and it probably says on the left side here. They will oh, yeah, contain okay. one featured item and two supporting items. You might mm. get a t-shirt. Okay. So stickers, bookmarks. T-shirts. Random stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So outside of the swag boxes. Nothing out of the ordinary. Not at all. Pretty easy to do for him. Smart. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm sure he's got enough money just to be like, hey, third party, you know, packager, deliverer, creator of stuff, do well, this for me. He's got a shipping cost listed out here, which is it's $35 international. Uh, per shipment. So if you get the year of Sanderson stuff where you get eight swag boxes, you also have to pay $420 in shipping. Holy crap. That's yeah. not worth it. No. <laughs> no. Ooh. All right. Yeah. That's good to know. Sanderson fans out there, maybe be careful with the swag box. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I assume these books will all end up on Amazon at some point. Like I can't imagine. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Like how he's just titled them Secret Project. <laughs> Strange man, Brandon. Yep. Darn it, good author, though. It just gained a hundred thousand uh, dollars. Oh my gosh! <laughs> at this rate, it'll catch up to Star Citizen. <laughs> <laughs> how long do you think that would take? Uh, I don't know. Years. So hang on. What's their crowdfunding at right now? I don't know. Look it up. Here we go. Star Citizen or robertspaceindustries.com. Funds raised $440 million. <laughs> Hell, you guys. So, or what would you say? $440 million. Let's do some quick math. Quick math. $440 divided by, what are they at? 12? So, huh? 36 days. Yeah. That sounds doable. Mm, yeah. No. I don't think you can raise $440 million on a Brandon Sanderson novel Kickstarter. So you're saying it's going to slow down? Yes. <laughs> Probably true. Probably true. If I had to guess. Wow, Star Citizen has a uh, crowdfunding timeline and you can, you can watch the crowdfunding by the hour. Like, yeah. <laughs> Averaging six and a half thousand dollars an hour. Oh my gosh. Put out your campaign, you morons. <laughs> like I understand they want big fancy open world with all sorts of neat features and super cool exploration and adventure things. Mm-hmm. And eight thousand different kinds of ships. I get all of this. I do. Mm-hmm. But like you promised a campaign. Mm-hmm. which is a very start and finish kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Do that. 
Just do that and then go back to making your stupid ships. I don't understand. I mean, I do understand. Mm-hmm. Making the campaign is just giving people who already paid for the campaign what they want. Exactly. It doesn't put more money in their pockets. Exactly. But I guess when you're making $6,000 an hour, maybe that doesn't matter as much. <laughs> oh. $440 million. It's, they've got all these stretch goals. Yeah. They've got like a hundred stretch goals that they, they, I mean, they hit the last one. Ages ago, uh, but the last stretch goals was 65 million. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, in 2014. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone's going to make a documentary about this whole thing. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. Do they have a pet system? They raised $64 million for a pet system back in 2014. Really? Was that the second to last one? Yeah. Pets. Wow. We have repair bots. We have fish, but we haven't implemented a traditional star system uh, pet system. They needed an extra million dollars to do that. They did. Yeah. Which they haven't implemented as far as I know. I read the subreddit pretty consistently. That's because they're going to implement things linearly down the list. Oh, right, of course. Which means if they hit this in 2014, you shouldn't expect to have pets in the game till 2038 or something. <laughs> At this rate, yeah. I'll probably be dead. It's fine. You think you'll be dead in 2038? Could be. It's I a mean, long way out. You could be. But statistically, I would bet no. Agreed. Statistically, no. It's only 17 more years. Yeah. You don't think you'll make it to your youngest, like, 24th? Car accidents happen every day, man. I don't know. It's true. You don't drive everywhere every day. You work from home. Yeah. Once your oldest is old enough to drive a car, they can drop the kids off at school. It's fine. I'll never leave the house. It'll be glorious. Permanent hermit status. Yeah. We'll get, like, four more cats. It's going to be great. (laughs) I dare you to. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. I just put out Squadron 42 Not and then happen. go back to dicking around with whatever you want to do at that point. I don't care anymore. Uh, yeah, it's never coming. It's the George R. R. Martin of video games. At least he put out the first book. Yeah, they've got modules of games you can play. They do. It's a giant sandbox at this point. Yeah. yeah. And the first-person shooter module. Right. Yeah. So Squadron 42 was announced in 2012 together with Star Citizen. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> after the implementation of a more stre- of more stretch goals, the release was subsequently postponed. Mm-hmm. A new homepage, Answer the Call, showed the date of the release to be 2016. <laughs> At Citizen's Con 2016, Roberts confirmed a delay in the game. And that's it. So in 2016, he's like, it's delayed. And six years later, no news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, they've got video of getting like voice lines and motion capture for people like Mark Hamill and Gary Oldman. Really? Yes. They've done work on this thing. It's not that they haven't done anything with it. Yeah. They just... Maybe they're still working on it then. I mean, 
So worst case scenario is whether officially or unofficially, mm-hmm. the company has just basically said, we don't have to put anything out. Mm-hmm. We don't have to make this campaign. We have yeah, enough money so. to survive for the rest of all time. People keep giving us money every minute of every day. Uh-huh. Yep. So we don't need to. Nope. So maybe, maybe they're telling each other they're going to, but they don't actually develop any time or resources or manpower mm. to it. Right? Maybe, maybe. And nobody asks the question. Nobody's like, are we ever going to work on this? Because they don't need to. They don't need to. That's true. Better. Man. Documentary. Yep. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Anything else? We need a... I'll just, we need like a universal list of like... Stuff that is way past its due date. Right? Ah, uh, okay. Like when, like, because there's always new stuff coming out, so it's not a list of like stuff fans are waiting for. It's a list of things that are way past the reasonable time for it to have shown up. Like Winds of Winter is on there, mm-hmm. and the last book in the Patrick Rothfuss trilogy is on there. Okay. And Star Citizens on there. Mm-hmm. What else is on there? I, I mean, don't know. Duke Nukem would have been on there, but eventually came out. <laughs> Right, that gives hope to all the fans who are waiting for stuff on this list. Mm-hmm. If Duke Nukem Forever can come out, then so can Star Citizen. <laughs> oh, it's weird to think Star Citizen's looking up to Duke Nukem, being like, one day. <laughs> well, except, the, I mean, it's, it's a hope because Duke Nukem Forever came out, but also it kind of sucked. So, like, that's... Not comforting. People that have waited for Winds of Winter for a decade, and then they're like, mm, "This is, this is fine, I guess." Like that's not that's not what they want at this point, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sad. So, what else are things that are like expected to come out that just haven't yet? Like, yeah, we need to crowdsource this because those are the those are the common ones. Hmm. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Long awaited. I'm going to say Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 2. <laughs> you think it should have already come out? Yeah, I, I would hope so. Okay. <laughs> I you can uh, put that on then. Okay, okay. I would say the trailer should have at least come out by now. Like, okay. Yeah. I mean, I could definitely see that getting added to the list proper, though, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Long awaited video games. I mean, Half Life Three or Half Life yeah. Portal Three, two, Part Three. three. Yeah, definitely put Portal on there as well. Hundred percent. Um. Yeah, I don't know. We got a new Metroid title. People have been waiting for a long time for that. Don't care. <laughs> right, but a lot of people did. Sure. Good for them. I'm glad they yeah, there's it. actually a, a ranker list. Oh, yeah? Of the top 10 long-awaited video games. What else What else is on it? Well, a lot of these, are they've been done. Duke Nukem Forever's on here. Diablo mm-hmm. 3 is on here. StarCraft 2 is on here. And it's like, look, all this stuff came... StarCraft I mean, 3? Yeah. yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Cyberpunk's on here. 
Halo Five on PC. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We'll we'll do some crowdsourcing, maybe in the Discord or on Twitter or something, and see what people can add to the list. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sounds All right. Cool. Great. <sighs> ah, that was fun. Yeah. Even if. Our view count went up when we were talking and joking about the war. <laughs> and nuclear mm. weapons. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, weird. <laughs> weird. Super I did, weird. I didn't realize I swapped out the view account with a Gaia account. <laughs> ah, jokes. Uh-huh. Ba-dum-tsh. Yeah. All right, good. So that is going to be it from us today. This has been Somicron and Falcon Paladin with another edition of the Falcon Paladin Hour. Mm-hmm. You can find us on twitch.tv slash Somicron. We're out there live. You can set notifications to let you know when we are live out there. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Also, supporting the po- uh, podcast directly at patreon.com slash Somicron is very possible and encouraged. And also, falconpaladin.store is a good site to go to get your merch needs. Mm. And I will just throw it out there that the the podcasters' commentaries have just been released on Patreon. <gasps> uh, so if you uh... feel like watching Last Jedi or Rise of Skywalker... Uh, and you don't want them to suck quite as badly, uh, you can listen to us talk over it instead. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, so if you ever <laughs> want to hear us whine about how much we don't like The Last Jedi mm-hmm. or um, oh, The uh, Last Star Wars movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just real quick, the Star Wars-themed hotel opened up. Oh, yeah. Go, and it's like a, like a two-day thing where... The entire time you're in like a live play of like people running around pretending to be in like a spaceport or something, right? And there's like actors who are Twi'leks running around. Five thousand mm-hmm. dollars for two nights, and they describe their rooms as windowless bunkers. <laughs> yeah, that's what they showed in the promotional material. Yeah. 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 So uh, I'm I'm not going to that. <laughs> Right. No, I'm not either. And I don't know that we were intended to be the people who are going to do this. It's the people who had $5,000 to drop on this thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awful. All right. That's it. That's it. Thanks, everyone. Stay safe. Stay healthy out there. And until next time, take care of yourselves.